everyone this is a new episode of sports harder all the sports all the time i am your host maddie lukewarm ice and the return of my co-host brian boo boo bar we missed you brian how's it going boo boo you didn't miss me <laughs> missed you loads tons a lot enough explain all the texts you sent me that, uh, <laughs> i never want to see you again <laughs> i mean I was real. I was. I took it personally when you weren't here. That's all I gotta say. Okay. It was harsh. <laughs> Glad that you're feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> I forgave we, you. We can move past. <laughs> yes, you should feel lucky. I forgave you. I don't so feel lucky. You should. I'd feel unlucky. Oh well, that's on you. Well, anyways, so we're gonna start off like we always do. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Showbinds Hot Sauce, all quality, no bullshit. Um, you can locate them on Facebook, and they will ship anywhere in the U.S. And we're actually going to do a r- really cool promo for coming up for the next week for the Super Bowl. So Showbinds Hot Sauce is being awesome, and they are going to donate a uh, free hot sauce of anyone's choosing. So what we're going to do for that contest is on Facebook, I'm going to make a post of the two teams that are in. You put in the comment section who you think is going to win and the final score between the two, and whoever is the closest will get uh, the free hot sauce. So are we included in that, or can we win? Or is, or is that kind of the rules restrict that? We should be able to win. <laughs> I don't know. It was gonna, good hot sauce. You're probably going to make a second Facebook account. <laughs> just so I can yeah. the fake one, just so I can win some free hot sauce. Yeah. yeah. So we appreciate it, Showbinds Hot Sauce, for, for doing this. Um, like I said, we'll post on Facebook the details of everything once um, the final two teams are announced. So, um, so let's start off with uh, what's going down. And um, this past weekend was the um, divisional uh, rounds. Uh, what stood out to you? What was like the most like surprising or most standout game for you for the weekend? I think the Patriots-Chargers game, so one-sided. So one-sided with it being the the Patriots. Um, some people were complaining sure? that... You sure it wasn't the Chargers? <laughs> some people were complaining that um, they should have sat like Tom Brady and some of the other starters in the fourth. Like, do you think, like, keeping them in and keeping them, like, you know, playing was a good idea or that they should have like rested just in case of like injury i think they should have kept playing them are you gonna tell tom brady's gonna come out of the game <laughs> well it's bill belichick i'm pretty sure you can tell tom brady wherever he wants to tell him and he'd probably listen i don't know I'm not bill <laughs> belichick. i don't know him on a personal level i don't know how you don't know bill don't. you don't know bill on his personal level his monotone voice you know everything's beautiful. all level beautiful though <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I think it, some people do have a good point that they could have arrested him because the game was out of hand. Um, I feel bad for Philip Rivers because he's 0-8 now against Tom Brady. Did you know that, that he's never been Tom Brady? I did see that stat line. Like, that's, that's awful. That's terrible. Because, I mean, how much longer do you think Rivers has before he's done? Like, how many more chances do you think he's got? 
Because a lot of people are saying this was it. This was his like best opportunity. Because the defense, the going into the game, the Chargers defense obviously was really good. But like, how how much more do you think he has left in the tank with how old he is? He's a young buck. <laughs> I think three more years, maybe. Three more? You think like the same as Tom? Like you think him and Tom will probably depart the NFL around the same time? Um, barring injury, probably. Barring injury, I mean, yeah, injury always does end careers sooner than what players want it to be. Obviously, I mean, Tony Romo. I mean, he obviously wanted to what? play a couple more Are you years. Bring up Tony Romo. <laughs> you like it's relatable for you. That's why I'm bringing it up. Stop it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, uh, the the Cowboys Rams game was surprising to me just because of um, the the running attack and being able to hold Zeke uh, under fifty yards. Obviously, it was real surprising because um, he didn't run that much. We're behind. Yeah, and I mean, with the last podcast with uh, David, obviously I mentioned like you know if we get enough ahead of you guys, you're gonna have to throw more, obviously, to try to catch back up. Um, I mean, I think Dak still handled it pretty well. I think like trying to orchestrate a like comeback and kind of put the team on his shoulders. Cause I mean, if you're not running it with Zeke, then obviously it's in Dak's hands. Um, yeah, we were one drive away. Yeah. I hate CJ Anderson. <laughs> I mean, obviously for us, I mean, I think that was a great pickup. You know, obviously for three weeks, we'll see how this upcoming week goes. But for three weeks worth, I mean, he's been putting in the work, which is good. Um, so um, what was the, the Eagles Saints? Um, my opinion, a lot of people think, you know, the Saints won and it was the Saints. I think they let us almost slip away. I think they got lucky. I think the Eagles were, were they were on a game winning drive and Alshon Jeffrey dropped a, a ball like you know it wasn't a bad throw by Nick Foles you know anything like that I mean do you think it was more Saints playing well or do you think like me it kind of just they got lucky I mean they were in a position to win the game before he dropped the ball so I think they played pretty well I mean they won I, well, I mean, they, they had a chance to put the game away with a field goal, and they, they missed were it. They down, what, 14 to nothing? 14-0, yeah. They played okay. I think you're just trying to talk them down because you're trying to make, <laughs> you're trying to make yourself feel better. What I do to comfort myself <laughs> is what I do, okay? You can't, you can't get mad at me about that. I'm sorry I couldn't help you. <laughs> can't comfort me more. Why aren't you there for delusions. me, boo-boo? It's not. It's numbers. I mean, it's not. It's not that I'm feeding it's myself any. It's, it's math. Yeah, it's science. <laughs> it's geography. Yeah, there you go. So, um, but so Nick Foles' future, obviously, up in the air. Good what do you question. think? Um, good idea to keep him. You think he should, you know, go his own way? I mean, if I'm the Eagles, I'm trying to keep him until you know. It matters. We'll play Wentz until it matters, and then we'll bring in Foles. Mm-hmm. Two years in a row. So you think fran- franchise tag him, have him 
play for 20, will sit the bench potentially, basically, if Wentz is healthy for 24 mil. For 24 mil? That's the, that would be That's the franchise the tag, yeah. No. No, now you change your mind. You're just like, ah, no, never mind. We can make a deal with them, you know. It, it's, or you can go quarterback the Cardinals. Or... Well, I was going to say, I mean, there's plenty of teams out there that, you know, excuse me, are going to want a quarterback, especially with the draft being so low in quarterbacks this year. So, um, he could probably make a lot more money. He, well, yeah, obviously he would get paid bank. Um, I, whole bank or like half <laughs> <laughs> enough enough of the the bank all right so he took a little uh mama break there real quick <laughs> it was pretty quick mama bear break um so yeah we were talking about uh nick Foles going to a different team i think if he goes to a different team it's almost gonna be the same scenario almost like a case keenum like he went to the broncos he got paid all that money and he didn't produce the same way as he did with the vikings like I think everyone's going to expect him to have the the playoff numbers and the playoff like you know I beat Tom Brady I'm an NFL Super Bowl MVP you know type thing and I mean he proved it once with the Eagles obviously when he had the, his very first year when he um, went to the Pro Bowl and he had all those touchdowns and very little interceptions but I just don't think he can produce the same way as a starter. The Rams, right? Yeah, he got traded to the Rams. Did not do well. And then he didn't do well. I mean, no one really did well for Fisher. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> As a quarterback. <laughs> and then um then he went to uh the Chiefs as a backup for a little while and then back to the Eagles again. So I mean, do you keep him just as you know, memory's sake of okay, he won us a Super Bowl. Let's just write it out until he's done or you know, do you try to get something for him and try to get some picks or try to get, you know, you, a trade? Can they afford to keep him? That's the question. Well, that's the thing with the franchise tag. Yeah. I know that they want to keep him. They were like, you know, got to play for two quarterbacks. Yeah. But um, can they afford to? And Wentz, is he going to stay healthy? This is two years in a row now that he's, he's gone down with injuries. Yeah. So it's just like, do you keep Foles around in case this happens again? You know, because it's like, okay, we have a quality backup. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know, really, you know, what the answer is when it comes to that. But and then, um, let's see. So Joe Flacco. Also well, one of those yeah, I mean, he. Do. They already said he's going to go somewhere, though. I mean, the Ravens already announced that it was great. We had fun, but. Time to part ways, type of thing. But we're gonna have our quarterback complete three passes <laughs> in a playoff game. Well, that I think that was poor coaching decisions, though. I mean, because in that game, like I said in the the last podcast, like you know, everyone was calling for Joe Flacco to go back into the game after uh, halftime, but it's just like as soon as Lamar went back in, they said, "Okay, we're sticking with our guy because he's the future." They ran the ball three straight times. Like, <laughs> you're behind. Like, you can't do that anymore. And, like, you see, like, five, you know, safeties, like, you know, crowding the line to stop the run. At some point, you got to, like, as a coach, be like, okay, we can't do that anymore. Well, as a coach or, you know, a quarterback can audible, you think he's just not 
As a rookie, I mean, Mentally, he's, yeah, he's not prepared for prepared. that. That's why I'm saying you should have put Flacco in after the half. Well, Flacco, I mean, maybe he would override the coach's play call and call an audible. But I think you're a rookie. It's you your first year. Flacco, yeah. You're on the way out. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it, he's going to put you back on the bench. Worst case scenario. <laughs> you can go back where you were. Yeah. So, um, so, I mean, who knows how that game could have turned out. They still had a chance to win it, though, with Lamar. He, he made a comeback, and they had a chance to win it on that final drive. I think it looked a lot closer than it was. They stopped playing defense. <laughs> I mean, they did lax a little bit, but, I mean. They laxed, like, 100%. <laughs> well, I mean, who knows? I mean, it was one of those things where it was still close. I mean, no matter how you slice it, they could have won on that final drive. That was a winning drive. So, I mean, it's like the Eagles and Saints. I mean, that was a winning drive. Like, it was it was going to win the game. So, um, so yeah, I'll give credit where it's due when it comes to that. Now, also big in the news uh, was that uh, um, Murray, Kyle Murray, uh, or Tyler, Kyler, Kyler, I think it's Kyler Murray is how you pronounce his name, is um, going to go into the draft. He announced that he is going to do that instead of playing uh, for the A's, for the Oakland A's in baseball. So um, a lot of people are saying too short, not strong enough. He's going to get killed out there. Like, I mean, how do you feel about that? Or do you think we've gotten to the point now where it's just like the Russell Wilsons and the Drew Breeses kind of proved, you know, uh, Mayfield, like they've kind of proven like, okay, you don't have to be this tall and you don't have to, you know, be a certain build. Man, I'd take a chance on him. Like you said, you don't have to be 6'5 anymore. I mean, you never did. You're forgetting Doug Flutie. Yeah, I mean, they do bring him up a lot in discussion when it comes to this. Is you know, one of the short ones, you know, to ever do it. Um I mean, all of his offensive linemen in college at Oklahoma were all tall guys the same height that they would be in the NFL. So it's not like he'd come to the NFL and all of a sudden just be like, oh, now I can't see you over my linemen. Like, they're the same height. So, um, I mean, some people are saying he's going to be a real late first-rounder because, I mean, all the top people that are picking all have quarterbacks already. It was smart by him because of how shallow the quarterback pool is to – to go for the draft, yeah. That way, you know, he could make the first round. And you get first round money, which yeah. is obviously more. Um, I mean, the the first team that would be able to actually take them that don't have a quarterback right now would be the Redskins. What do you mean they don't have a quarterback? <laughs> who Who is their quarterback going forward? I hope it's Mark Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> You're hoping because it's in your division. You're hoping that's who it's going to be. Because <laughs> I just... Love every time I see him, I just remember the butt fumble and just laugh. I mean, could you imagine if Nick Foles went to the Redskins, and then they would be playing the Eagle? He'd be playing the Eagles twice a year, and obviously you guys twice a year. As a Cowboys fan, I'm not too worried about that. But, <laughs> but as an Eagles fan, would you be worried like playing in the same division? As an Eagles fan, I think I'd be whole grudge. Hey, it's our Super Bowl MVP. Now he's leading us on the <laughs> Yeah, but he's like, no one's going to be mad at him. Yeah, because he won a Super Bowl and he's 
now like a legend for them and he's such a nice guy and he does everything the right way. I don't think fans would actually be that mad at him. They you would... don't know Philly fans. I do. <laughs> I know how bad they can be. Yeah. I know I know that for sure. I'm just saying like I don't think it, I don't think it would be as bad. It's not going to be like LeBron leaving to go to Miami and everybody's burning his jerseys. Like I don't think it would be that bad. So there probably aren't as many Nick Foles jerseys to burn. Where <laughs> LeBron James jerseys. Oh man. Did you see like the the Eagles fans that they um sold out of um the uh Parkley or whatever his name was, the Bears kicker? They they made a bunch of Eagles jerseys and they sold out on NFL.com. <laughs> That Eagles fans bought it and it had a number one on it. Yeah. Should have had a negative three. (laughs) Or double doing because the name on the back. Oh, man, that poor guy. He was on Good Morning America. They had him on Cody Parker. Mm -hmm. They had him on Good Morning America. He missed a winning field goal and he's on Good Morning America. Like, yeah. You're not supposed to put those guys on Good Morning America. Put the really winning reaching, team on there. They're really reaching for someone to put on Good Morning America. <laughs> these days. The struggle is real. I think they were trying to help clear his name because um, he had like a lot of death threats and stuff like that coming his way. So I think they were trying to kind of show, hey, this is a dude. This is a person. Like Chicago is the murder capital of the country. So. <laughs> I've... Well, I mean, I was surprised that their fans were acting that way. Because, again, since we were talking about Eagles fans, I, I could see Eagles fans doing that. But Is he still on the team? As of right now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I mean, <laughs> there's no way he's got a job going forward. He hit the upright, like, five or six times this season. Like, who does that? Four of them were in one game. That's really good. Yeah. It's <laughs> really awesome. He couldn't even try to do that. That's what I'm saying. The, <laughs> like, you know the, up bar, the odds. Like the bar is smaller than the field goal area, right? Yeah. So it's harder to hit that. It's really hard to hit that. And that's why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on my fantasy football yeah, team next year. He's accurate. You get extra yeah. points for that. <laughs> um, alrighty. And um, so I guess what we'll move into now, obviously coming up, is the uh, conference conference. Uh, title games and so we did we had the nfc and the afc um so we had the the patriots and the chiefs uh playing in arrowhead and we have the rams and the saints playing um in new orleans um the superdome indeed and so we put on facebook the poll to ask everybody who they thought was going to win and um any questions they had uh, to that we could announce and talk about on here. So we'll start off with the uh, first poll, which was the Rams and the Saints. We got 28 votes, 29% had the Rams, and 71% has the Saints. So a, major- a very, <laughs> a very uh, good majority having the, the Saints uh, winning this game. So... Um, so the one of the questions, Matt Klein had a couple questions so that he wanted answered. So one was uh, young QB and coach versus older combo, and who has more firepower on a two minute drive? Who do you got? So on two minute drive, Rams Saints, like who would you have or who would you want? Who would I want on a two minute drive? Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas and Drew Brees. 
yeah, I mean, <laughs> they did it. The Eagles. I mean, the Eagles. Like I, when I was watching that game, I was like, he's the only one catching the ball. Like, I know. double team him, triple team him, do something. He's only the one catching the it. Worth say they need to get another receiver involved. Yeah, and then it'd be like, or, or just throw it to him, or just, just yeah. give it to him. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, no one else is catching the ball. Like, come it's on. Camera. Yeah, I mean, Camaro will catching and um, running, running, obviously, but but I agree. I mean, two minute drive. Um, you know, you can't go wrong with Drew Brees and, and Michael Thomas when it comes to that. And if you really need it in the clutch, um, who has more fire? Game. Yeah. Now, if I was on the opposite side to put the game away, uh-huh. I'd probably take those big uh, running backs and Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, killing the clock against the, the Cowboys, I mean, they yeah. they melted that for all it was worth. Like, it yeah. was it was the time of possession was ridiculous. And, of course, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit when we get into our picks. But, I mean, I think, again, that's going to be key for the Rams beating the Saints is you got to keep Drew Brees and Michael Thomas on the sideline and Kamara and all those other people. So, he says, again. yeah. <laughs> He said, um, and then the other part of that was, who has more firepower? Um, I mean, it's it's almost even, you know, when it comes to talent. Like, you know, obviously, you know, Drew Brees, Jared Goff, Drew Brees has more accolades and more under his belt, obviously. You know, Gurley and CJ, Kamara and um, Ingram, I they're about equal, you know, and then you have um, like Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods, and then you have Michael Thomas, you know, that's almost again about even. They're, they both, they're both really good. You're forgetting about Higby. <laughs> I actually brought this up when I was watching the game with David, and Higby caught that the, the first, first pass, pass and yeah. I was just like, man, if Brian was here, he'd be like, yeah, it's my boy. I was going to text you, at least it was Higby. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least Higby caught it. That's he got one catch. I mean that's that's all that matters. So um so I mean, you know, uh defensively, you know, the Saints obviously can stop the run better. You know, they're like second in the NFL in stopping the run. The Rams I mean, obviously Cowboys not as good. good. Stopping the run too, but you saw yeah. what happened there. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to firepower, I mean, what do you think? That's kind of – I kind of see it almost even for both sides. Yeah, I'd give it about even. Okay. Um, so, uh, so again, the, the coach and quarterback combo. So, Goff and Sean McVay and then Breeze and Sean Payton. I know um, – Matt Klein's a Redskins fan, and he's yeah. probably a little sour that Sean McVay's <laughs> still not with the squad. But At, every Redskins fan is sour yeah. about that. <laughs> How many times have we been out in public, and Redskins fans will walk up to you and be like, oh, "Sean McVay, let him go." Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, even in Target, like, because a lot of people that are there have always told me does. that. Yeah, it's happened like four times. Mm-hmm. But um. I'm going to give the coaching to the older guys. The older duo, because they've just been doing it longer. I mean, Sean Payton tried to kill Brad Favre. <laughs> the bounty gate. 
it happened. <laughs> I don't think Fact. Sean McVay is willing to go that far. <laughs> I mean, it kind of proves in a way, too, um, like we talked about last week, um, everyone in the NFL copycat league, everyone wants the next Sean McVay, you know, the, the Matt LaFleurs and the Kingsburys, all these people that resemble a Sean McVay type coach and has talked or interacted with Sean McVay in some way. And so that means they're, you know, more than capable. Um, Sean Payton is scary because I know, and he showed it against the Eagles, you know, the fake punt, like he did the onside kick in the Super Bowl. Like he will do these plays that always somehow somehow always works for him. High risk, high reward. Yeah, like, and it's just like if those things don't work out, then he's not as good of a coach and he's not winning some of those games. But they've always worked out for him. And so that's scary. But then Sean McVay, not, he's not scared to go for it on fourth down either, you know, and he's not scared to use Hecker to do a fake punt. He tried it in the first time against the Saints, you know. Um, so again, I mean, that's, that's, it's hard to say on, on that too, other than one person, obviously two people, cause both of them are young and then both of them are older. One having just more experience than the other is, is about it. So, um, all right. So let's see. And then, uh, David, who was on the podcast last week said, uh, going to take the ra- the Rams here revenge game. So looks like he's he was one of the few people that actually voted in this poll for the Rams. You had to dig deep to find that one. <laughs> um, and then uh, David uh, Tate was asking, because he's a, a Cowboys fan, he says, my question for you, Matt, is what do the Dallas Cowboys need to get to go to the next level? So what do they need to do or who do they need to get to get to the, to the next level? So I'll start with you, obviously, being a Cowboys fan. Like, what do you think is the next step First, for you guys? First, we need to get Travis Frederick back. That would be great. Um, secondly... Who's that guy? Oh, the All-Pro Center. Oh, okay. Travis Frederick. Yeah, I don't know all the names. I don't know all the names. No. I don't know all the names of your guys' players. <laughs> he was ranked, like, number one or two. Um, we definitely need a left guard. But um, defensively, I think we need a big defensive tackle. We need like a Dominican Sue or mm-hmm. someone to plug the middle. I think that's where our weaknesses really. I mean, all are we're solid all around the roster. Maybe I think Michael Gallup's come on pretty strong, yeah. and uh, Blake Jarwin at tight end has come on pretty strong. And of course, Cooper and we got two good running backs. We, I think defensive tackle is the only thing that considerable weakness there. You know our linebackers are great. And, mm-hmm. and of course, today they announced that they let go of uh, your offensive coordinator. Oh, no. <laughs> Mr. Boring Scott. <laughs> yes, I mean. We're going to run, run, pass. <laughs> Teams will never know what's going to hit them. Yeah, I never <laughs> know what's going to happen. Couldn't guess. Um, so, I mean, opening up the offensive playbook I think will help a lot. If you get somebody that's more, I don't know, not high flying, but it's just like in a way, the best way you can phrase it is just open the offense up more, you know, just getting, uh, 
you know, Cooper and getting the, the passing game going. And like you said, not just having the, the same plays over and over again. And, you know, if you, if you're made one dimensional, you could still win a game, you know, even if you stop Zeke, there's a way to be able to still win the game and still get things going. Um, so I think, I think that's going to help out a lot. And then um, the things that you had mentioned about getting a big guy for defense to plug up the middle, I think is a great idea. And I mean, you guys have hit on your picks, you know, in the draft the past couple of years. So, I mean, it's not like you guys have like missed on any of them. So if you keep drafting the same good, way, yeah. yeah, if you keep drafting the same way, I mean, it's uh, it's bound to happen. And if it just depends on your guys' division too, you know, if, um, if the Redskins stay down low, you know, and the Giants, if they, you know, stay down low, it just depends who's going to like come up and try to take it from you guys for next season. You know, the Eagles, if they stay healthy, maybe could have done a little bit better, you know, especially on defense. So, I mean, you guys' division is a lot tougher than, you know, say, like, the Patriots' division. Like, you know. The Dolphins. (laughs) So, all right. So, um, I think that was most of the the questions answered for that one. So, we'll we'll go over to the uh, next game, which was the uh, Chiefs and Patriots. We had 26 votes, 85% Chiefs, dang, and 15% Patriots. Did anyone watch the game last week? <laughs> well, I mean, did you hear at the end Tom Brady? You know, he was like, well, they, everyone they thinks suck. we suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess you guys are feeding into that and letting him go out and just put on another show. Well, they got shirts like Edelman uh, had a shirt that said like, he made shirts for the whole team. I think that said hashtag bet against us or something like that. Cause obviously they're underdogs going into, uh, never been before, you know, so. they've, they're, they're three and five in the playoffs when they're on, on the road. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where the last time they won like a road championship was like 2004 or something like that. It's been a long time. Exactly. True. I mean, they haven't had to, but now they do, and, like, you know, it's not uh, just a regular place. It's Arrowhead, you know. It's a very loud stadium. Um, They're saying the cold is going to make a big difference, but, I mean, it's the Patriots. They play in the cold all the time, so I don't know why that would be a big difference, but they're saying it's going to be, like, below one. It's not like they're playing the Rams. (laughs) Not playing, like, in nice California. Yeah, Um, Jacksonville. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to... I know, so I don't know why people are trying to make the weather like it's going to be a big factor for the Patriots or the Chiefs have some type of advantage just because of that. Um, I'm going to try to load load up the comments here. It wasn't loading up for me to see for the questions. Um, I know Matt Klein had some questions that were kind of similar to the, um, the Rams one. So, yeah, again, Matt Klein saying, you know, what about the weather coming into KC? Is that going to play a factor? Pat's underrated offense. And then he says uh, coach versus coach again. So just comparing which Reed has not beaten Belichick, kind of like Rivers with Tom Brady. Won won a Super Bowl either. Oh, Reed, Andy Reed. Yeah, he hasn't won one yet. Yeah, he's just like the – I've done everything – but, but that yeah, yeah. that kind of gets him over the hump as like one of the greatest coaches of all time, or just having like you know 
Hall of Fame status. Yeah. Needs the needs the win. So what do you think about coach versus coach then in, in that sense? I mean you have to take Belichick. Coach for coach, you know. Do you think like he'll he'll be able to outcoach Reed again? Even just defensively, like yeah. just because of how high powered the offense is. I mean, when they played during the regular season, it was forty to forty-three, and it was only because Brady, you know, had enough time to drive down and kick that field goal to win the game. I mean, that's that's not a that's not a Bill Belichick defense. Forty points. I mean, yeah, but you have to look at the other factor. The other part of the question is the cold. Yes, I think that the was cold part of is going to affect the Chiefs more than it's going to affect the Patriots. Like Mahomes or just like what in general? I think the passing game. Because like if they're passing it deep like they normally do, then it won't be as bad. Because I mean, you can just let it the ball fall into your chest. But I mean, if you're doing like a slant route and you have to beam the ball, you know, yeah, yeah it's going to feel like a brick hurt. in your hands. Yeah. But if they just keep on throwing it deep like they normally do, then, I mean, it wouldn't be as a problem. And throw it to Tyreek every play. Kelsey, I mean, you got Kelsey. Kelsey yeah, I was going to say, you got Kelsey. I think I think Reed could do it. I think I think he could finally get the upper hand on Bill Belichick. In, I think you're falling in with that 85%. <laughs> I'm not, I'm I mean, not I, saying it's going to be a blowout. I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to kill him. But I'm sure he do it, but is he going to do it? I, I, I mean, I don't want to give away my pick yet, but I mean, I just, I think, I think the the opportunity. This is the the prime prime time to do it. So, um, okay. So the the only thing that I'll mention real quick to um. Uh, Joshua uh, mentions, and he's part of the uh, Showbine's Hot Sauce. Um, he says, I, I checked uh, KC, but like every year, the Pats look sleepier and older. The Patriots team that beat the Chargers, were where were they all season? I bet it's going to be a good fight, though. Pats will go down fighting. So he thinks Kansas, Kansas City, but he thinks it will be close. And by what, the, what they did, what the Patriots did against the Chargers – Everybody's like, okay, like now they're turning it up, you know. Um, but let's uh, let's get into our picks then, and um, maybe just one or two quick things of what we think is going to be the key to to the victories. So let's start with uh, Rams Saints. Do you want me to go, or do you want to go? I, you're gonna pick the Rams. <laughs> <We're just laughs> The look on my face when you asked me that was probably priceless. It was. It was pretty funny. I'm going to pick the Rams just because, you know, my team's eliminated, so at least one of us could go to the Super Bowl. (laughs) I think it's always good. I mean, what do you you think it's going to take? Um... Play how you guys play. I don't know if the Saints at this point can keep up with your offense. Um, obviously, their defense is, as you say, ranked second. In the run, the yeah. Run, but yeah. obviously, that didn't mean anything last week. And it really hasn't meant anything in the playoffs. It's kind of a clean year. slate once you get to the playoffs. Yeah. Like, all these top-ranked defenses have been 
not good when they need yeah. to be the most. Yeah. Um, I do think it's going to be close. I think it's like a 50-50, mm-hmm. but I'm going to take the Rams. To... Sweet. Okay, well, um, obviously, like you said, I'm going to take the Rams. I'm hoping we surprise. can pull it out. Yeah, big surprise. Um, I think this game is a lot different than the first time that we played. We didn't have C.J. Anderson the first time. We didn't have Tlaib, which is going to be huge because Tlaib is going to be on Michael Thomas. And I think Tlaib is good enough not to obviously shut him down, like in the sense of like, oh, yeah. But he put like Michael Thomas put up 200 yards against us last time and we didn't have him. So I think we're at least going to. Yeah, I know. Marcus Peters. Exactly. So Marcus Peters is back to doing what he does well, which is not press coverage like he's better at sitting back reading the quarterback's eyes and going from there so i think that i think if we run again the same way like we did um against the cowboys then we can keep breeze and all of them on the sideline and breeze and them haven't been putting up the good numbers like i said you know they only scored 20 against the eagles they scored 12 against the panthers i mean they haven't been the same and so i think if we yeah, exactly. So I think if we can just not have the crowd control the game so much, like if we can keep the crowd under, then I think I think we can pull it off. Um, okay, so um, Patriots, uh, Kansas City. Um, so since you went first last time, I'll go this time. Um, obviously, I didn't want to give my pick away, but I think the, the Chiefs, I think they can finally do it because um, I think it would be amazing to see the Rams-Chiefs again in the Super Bowl, have a great, great game like they did on that Monday night. Um, score fest. Yeah, score fest. Um, so I think I think Andy Reid can do it with this offense. Mahomes has not looked like the pressure has gotten to him at all. Like, I think he's been cool as a cucumber. He played the one, one game. <laughs> yeah, but even in the big games, though, I mean, he's been, he's been chill. And I just, I think... Um, I think he'll still be he'll be calm and cool, collected. I think they they can do it. I don't think the Patriots have enough on offense to be able to do it. The Chiefs' defense stepped up last week again, like you said. Like you know, it's a clean slate for the playoffs. Defenses that haven't been as good can step up now and, and can do good now. It doesn't matter what they did during the regular season. And I think if they put enough pressure on Brady and they get to him, it, it'll be it'll be a done deal. So. Gonna go against you here. <laughs> Going against the grain. Seems to be a time honored tradition that the Patriots go to the Super Bowl, and I don't think they're gonna let us down this year. So <laughs> I think Belichick will be ready for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And you're right; they don't have a whole lot on offense, but what they do have, they util- utilize it fully. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, how many catches did Julian Edelman have last week? Uh, he had like, like a double digits. It was yeah, like fifteen or ridiculous. something like that. Like he passed. He's second all time. He passed Reggie Wayne for the most catches in playoffs. Oh, so I don't think he'll ever catch Jerry Rice. Man, Jerry Rice. He had like a, he has like a hundred and fifty three, and like Edelman has like ninety some. So it's just like maybe we'll get up that high. I don't think he's gonna get sixty catches next week, but. <laughs> This weekend, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm take the Patriots. Patriots. All right, going against the grain. That's fine. We could have a Rams Patriots, and that's how Brady started. 
you know, we could have that all over again. Good. And that's where he got his first Super Bowl. So and that's where it'll end. Oh, hopefully. It'd be nice. We'll see. But Rams gotta get past that first round. All right. So we'll we'll wrap it up with the um two minute drill. So uh what's what's going down for the, the weekend? Well, in about twenty five minutes we're gonna go see glass. Yeah. We've been excited for that for a while. That is gonna be good. And then you got your magic tonight, uh, opening uh, for a new deck, right? Yep. Awesome. So that'll be cool. And uh, I got UFC tomorrow, which will be nice. Watching uh, the UFC officially has switched over to ESPN. So it'll be their first fight under the ESPN card. And uh, Dana White introduced a new uh, UFC belt uh, today on ESPN. So it's just designed differently. So. They have that. I guess they figured since they're moving over to ESPN, they're going to switch up, you know, how they look. So um, it'll be uh, uh, champion versus champion. It's going to be pseudo versus uh, TJ Dillashaw. So if uh, Dillashaw wins, he'll be the third person in UFC to hold two titles in two different weight divisions. So McGregor was the first one. Then Amanda Nunez did it for the women. Uh, here recently, and then he could be um, the third one. Oh, sorry. Actually, he'd be the fourth one because then there was um, um, Daniel Cormier that did it as well for the lightweight and heavyweights. So UFC kind of just trying to mix things up and make things more popular by having champ versus champ because this was bringing in the most money right now. So I don't know what they're going to do going forward because they can't keep doing that, but... <laughs> um, They'll have to think of some new ideas. Alrighty. Well, uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, please go uh, check out Jay's uh, podcast, uh, Free Hugs and High Fives. Um, that's always a great listen. Again, you can find it on Anchor and all the major uh, podcast providers. Uh, Jay's uh, free podcast, Free Hugs and High Fives. Uh, go get a, give it a listen. Um We're going to post on Facebook for doing the uh, show buying's hot sauce to see who gets the free hot sauce. And um, we're we're going to try to do something special for the Super Bowl, hopefully. Maybe have a a special guest, have three people on the panel. Uh, Maybe have David or someone like that come in or Drew or somebody. Get get him get him out get him out of his hiding. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, already, well, we appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys same time next week. Peace.